0: Last Thursday night, when my wife and I heard about the tragedy in Israel, we immediately started calling our sons, who we knew were planning to go, to Mayron. One of them had not yet left, thankfully. The other one was there. When we spoke to him, he was traumatized. He was in the tunnel when the event happened and narrowly escaped when, thank God, a police officer yanked down a wall to let him extricate himself from the tangle of bodies. We were simultaneously devastated over the news that so many had died, but also thankful that our family had been spared. But then we realized, found out soon thereafter that we thought that too soon because our daughter-in-law's 13-year-old brother, Ozzy Koltai, was missing. We stayed up that night and the next morning praying, hoping that he'd be found alive in a hospital. But late morning, we got the news that he was one of the 45 who had perished. 13 years old, one of the sweetest kids, one of the sweetest human beings you'd ever want to meet, taken away in an eye blink. As I film this, my daughter-in-law and her parents and her siblings are sitting shiva for their son, for their brother. It's unspeakable. It's unthinkable. There are no words to describe, to fathom. The heartbreak. And it's times like this that that voice starts yapping in our ear. How can there be a God? If there's a God, how can he possibly let that happen? On Lagba Omer? At the tomb of Rav Shimon Bar Yochai? 45 people, including children? And that's when we need to answer that voice back forcefully. And remember, as I heard it said once, that those who believe in God have to explain why bad things happen to good people. But those who don't have to explain everything else, challenge me, ask me why this happened, and I surrender, I will wave the white flag because I cannot begin to answer that question. It would be folly, it would be hubris, ridiculous. Asking God why, asking God to explain himself, dragging God down from heaven into the courtroom of man, No, we can't do that. That's one of the cornerstones of our belief. We understand that most of the time he pays us with cash. He explains himself, but sometimes on occasion, he says, I wanna give you a credit card, or I wanna give you an IOU. You're just gonna have to trust me on this one. We'll get our answers eventually. But as one rabbi said, I'd rather be down here with questions than up there with answers. There are answers. We'll get those answers when we get upstairs. But we have to remember and we have to tell that voice and others who are asking. I can answer everything else. I can tell you who created us. I can tell you why he did that. I can tell you what he wants from us. I can share with you the secret that he shared with us to a deeply meaningful, fulfilling life. So now... I can't answer that one question, but I can answer everything else. And I know deep down that even in times like this, when it seems like he has abandoned us. He hasn't. He's up there suffering with us because he loves us, each of us, more than anyone else in the world.